The question for all of us long ago ceased to be if we become digital. It's clearly now how to get there. Well, we've enlisted a great guide as we've got Box CIO Paul Chapman back on the phone with us to continue our earlier Gartner ThinkCast conversation. Hi, I'm Scott Smith for Gartner ThinkCast, and the last time with Paul, we covered what we need to change to gain the maximum benefits of the digital era and how CIOs can lead that change. Now let's tackle how we make that change. Box helps 41 million users across 74,000 businesses, including 59% of the Fortune 500, to manage content in the cloud. And before becoming Box CIO, Paul served in the same role at HP Software and previously held IT leadership roles at VMware. Paul, welcome back to Gartner ThinkCast. So we've covered the why and the who. How, though, do we, in fact, leverage this architecture? You mentioned some of the the challenges we face as we go in, that it's not just about taking technology and putting it in, but there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of elements we have to factor in. So what are some of the ways you've seen that we can uh, truly leverage this approach? Well, I think one of the key things is around interoperability. It used to be that, you know, you would buy into a stack of technologies that were provided to you by all one vendor, and then you lose neutrality, and you lose the ability to leverage where innovation might be going on somewhere else that's greater than the innovation you're getting from the sort of single monolithic stack that you've locked yourself into. And so I think that that's probably one of the key things here is it comes down to principles in some cases, it could even be philosophy, but how you think about where you're going to be in the future really is more important now than it ever was before. It's not about buying features. It's not about buying capabilities. Those things are important, but what's also important is trust, security, reliability, scalability, and having an agile architecture that allows you to move much, much, much faster. And I think that the shift is now moving to a much more agile, interoperable architecture, and that is the gift of speed, which, as we know, from a competitive standpoint today, is one of the differentiators that we need to have. We're speaking with Paul Chapman, the CIO of Box.com. And Paul, I know one of the things that Box has has really been not just witnessed, but been at the heart of is the evolution of the cloud. Now it just feels like cloud is ubiquitous for us in business. And yet, certainly early on, it was the what is it? And then it became, do I use it or not? A lot of concerns over everything from security to privacy, et cetera. Now it really feels like it's become how do I utilize the cloud? How do I maximize it? What is some advice you have for maximizing the cloud in our operations? Yeah, a great question. And I think that, if I may, I'll just cover a little bit of background because I think that what has happened now with the advent of call it cloud is, in the most part, it's the freedom from infrastructure. It's the freedom from operational overhead. It's the freedom from significant portions of your budget being held up with paying for sort of yesterday's investments. And you've federated out into sort of best of breed services, the reliability, the scalability, and the trust factors. Now, that doesn't mean to say you soften on any of those in any shape or form. In fact, in the most part, 
any service that's viable today should be able to provide, if they've got a viable business that is, a more highly reliable, scalable, and trusted environment than you could provide yourself. So as an example, when it comes to compliance and regulatory, you need to have the right compliances in place, whether it's HIPAA or FedRAMP or FinServer or what have you, or PII. And if you look internally in most organizations today, you look at the state of IT, you know, they're struggling to keep up with demand for new services. Legacy software is disconnected from the way we work today and the devices we work on. Transformation is hampered by, as we mentioned earlier, legacy operating models. And a high percentage of our time and budget is spent on sort of the technical debt and keeping the lights on of yesteryear. And in order to earn the business to take that away from the internal environment, I think any cloud service today has to have, at a minimum, obviously a great user experience where user experience is needed, reliability and scalability, and then trust. Paul, one of the things with digital has been that it shifted things for IT and that it used to be you had the business, they set the direction, they came to IT and they said, build this for us. And it feels like there's been a change in that. What have you seen in terms of IT's role in this digital transformation? Well, as we talked about a little bit earlier in the podcast, the underpinning to any digital transformation is technology. And organizations can't get there just by implementing some technology. You have to really rewire your organization from the ground up. What's interesting is since the year 2000, I think we've seen over 50% of the Fortune 500 disappear. And if you do the math, that actually equates to more than one per month has disappeared. And when you study companies that were, in some cases, the titan of their industry, why they disappeared so quickly was because of speed, a speed of change, I should say. They're living in a constrained environment today, and new incumbents are able to build from the ground up in an unconstrained way. And so what's happening now is, is that organizations are recognizing that they need to do something, and they need to go to their CIO in the most part and figure out what they need to do. So the dependency and the value of the CIO role is actually going up because of that. The business alone can't go rewire the entire company to be a digital company. And as you say, it's it's not just about the technology. And I know one of the key areas where technology really impacts the way we're viewed, the way we interact, is in the customer experience. It used to be, if we were retail, it would be walking into the store, or if we were uh, an in, in industry, it would be shipping the goods and getting them to the site. Now it's a matter of how does our website work? Um, mobile, how are we integrated there? And social, everything seems to be changing and expanding. What is the impact on the customer experience you've seen as this all unfolds? Very much so. So the outcomes for the customer is they tend to get a much more responsive and agile organization, one that is more sort of AI and data-driven. They get continuous innovation. You're able to buy in price for usage. Sort of you're buying in micro-purchases now, which make it much less complex. The digital experiences are simple. They're on demand. They're personalized. You know, today it's a race for engagement and loyalty. And I think that those are the benefits that most companies that are – 
digital companies start with the customer. It's outside-in thinking, not inside-out thinking. And that outside-in thinking with the customer at the center is completely shifting the paradigm for how you run, operate, and build your business today, or should. Paul, you gave some very staggering numbers of how uh, digital has really impacted what many companies that we thought were stalwarts that were just uh, rock solid and everything just changed. It seemed for some of them, it felt like it changed overnight. As we were kind of going through our discussion in preparation for the interview, you used the phrase that many companies now are in fact driven by fear. Could you expand on that? Well, I think that there's enough history now in disruption and enough study that every industry yeah, I think industries that thought that they wouldn't get disrupted, whether directly, indirectly, orthogonally, or what have you, have been disrupted. And it happens so quickly. If you study the market caps of companies like the Blockbusters and the Netflixes and so on, you can clearly see that once the hollowing out of that old business model occurs, it happens very, 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 very rapidly. So in the past, you know, you may have had time to react, to make adjustments, to do some things that kept you in business. What's happening now is, is that the hollowing out effect from digital disruption is causing companies to collapse very, 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 very quickly. And so organizations are now realizing that by the time they recognize that they're being disrupted, it's too late to react. And so that's causing organizations now to really focus in on what does the future around digital look like for them and their company. If I could follow up there, are there steps that you'd recommend or whether it's questions we should be asking to make sure we're not in that position where it passes us by and we lose that opportunity to pivot? Well, that's a tough one because I think that that's very, very dependent on the companies themselves. You know, you look at which companies are doing this and which companies have been successful, which companies are attempting to do this, which companies can see what's going on. It's almost like a slow train wreck sort of thing. It's very, very dependent. Some companies that have done a really good job of this, they've had to kind of break the company in order to get there. In some cases, almost break how they operate culturally. You know, people talk about, I think Gartner talks about bimodal sometimes. They talk about bimodal in IT. In some ways, it's run the existing business and run the new business or emerge the new business at the same time. Some companies find it very, very hard to do that. Some companies will break away and do it at two companies. Some will actually separate out in different companies. There's a lot of different ways to do it, so it's very dependent. There's no what I would call silver bullet that says follow this prescriptive set of steps and you will emerge the other side without being disrupted. Paul, this is a discussion I could uh, keep going with endlessly, and we have a limited amount of time, and you've certainly given us a lot to think about. Are are there some final thoughts that you'd like to leave with our listeners for the purpose of this discussion? I think, in summary, the thing that I think is the most beneficial to sort of call it living in the clouds and leveraging this new style of IT and leveraging the capabilities that are available to us today is... It's allowing more time to be spent on the things that add more value to our organization versus a high percentage of time keeping the lights on. And that freedom to do that is allowing us to move at a faster pace and a more innovative pace 
including what I think is something that has been traded off a lot in the past, and that is our own workplace productivity. You know, the ability to have more time to spend on taking the work out of work, creating frictionless experiences and digital experiences for our own employees as well as our customers, suppliers, and partners, and so on. And I think that the maturity and the availability of best-in-class services today means we have to build less ourselves, and we get to focus on building and spending more time on the things that are adding uh, differentiating value. Paul, thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate the time. And we greatly appreciate your insights and advice, Paul. Paul Chapman is the CIO of Box. A quick program note. Gardner is an impartial independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of the speakers and the enterprises. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprises, products, or services. And a quick reminder that you can always check out the Gartner webinars at gartner.com slash webinars, plus our many other Gartner ThinkCast conversations, which can be found at gartner.com slash podcasts. Or you can subscribe to Gartner ThinkCast via iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. For Gartner ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. Thanks for listening.